some noise. Okay, that's no problem. And I sound alright. Hey Todd, did you see they posted the... Has anybody sent you that Gumiyagi section today? Yeah. I've got like four different people have sent it to me, <laughs> which is awesome. That people like know... I, I guess it's obvious though that that's something that you would send us. But it, it's it's only been up for 24 hours and it's it's uh, it's like 350,000 or something like that. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I find it really funny some of the con- there's uh, some of like the classic arguments <laughs> happening. But I found it really funny that Thrasher posted it and put there are no rules in skateboarding. <laughs> and uh, he does stuff that's basically just like running on the ground. Stuff that's like very rollerblading-ish in my mind. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Where is this section? I just posted it to Facebook. Okay. I showed it to you when you were at my house in the summer, Leon. Okay. It's that really good skateboarding section. Just a sec, just a sec. I gotta confiscate a pen from the dog. Japanese stuff? What are you doing? I'm back. What did I miss? Nothing. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, but I, how do you feel about that, Todd? About what? Do you feel like there's one part where he's between the two rails? He's like running backwards. Um, there's just things that I think would work really well on skates, or I, I just think the general public or skateboarding would never embrace. Like he's a master of creativity. He's so much further along than than I could ever get personally. But I just feel like it's funny that uh, it gets really embraced in skateboarding. But modern dance or things like that don't aren't embraced well, i still think i still think what he's doing is like very different from rollerblading or from anything he's a grandmaster so well he is and he isn't like he, totally the section's amazing but i wouldn't i wouldn't say that it's he, that he's like more creative or or better like it's a different kind of creativity with a skateboard like he has a prop He's, That's what I, he's he's basically he's dancing with a prop, and there's a lot of possibilities with that prop. That's uh, that's where again, did you, <laughs> I'm recording, but I, I'm not gonna start. Like we won't start specifically. Maybe I'll start it when we get into a groove. But I had that epiphany the other day where I realized, uh. How do you ever think about how funny it would look if if all of like the other activities if you couldn't see the tool that they were using and then I realized that's basically what rollerblading is. Yeah, that's that's the main difference in rollerblading, is that there it it, it there is no tool. You become a <laughs> new creature. You become an alien. And that you, you become the tool. You yeah. are, <laughs> we are a bunch of tools. Yeah. <laughs> we are tools. That's tools. a good video title. Tools. <laughs> Tall tools. 
But that's that's it's it's like imagine a juggler without and without juggling anything. That's, that's right. That's what role biting is. Mm. Oh, oh, and people were using the word parkour again. Uh, for that for that uh, Gumiyagi thing. Yeah. It's funny. Parkour like, is so parkour is so general too. Like, what what is parkour? Parkour is like jumping around, dancing, flipping. That parkour is like no no tool, no prop. I can't remember that one thing that I posted, but it was someone who who was saying uh, the fact that you attach wheels to your feet. It was like a it was like a bad thing. That the alien part of it was bad. I can't remember where that was. That was so funny. Well, that's. I think that's why people are so uncomfortable with rollerblading. Is you become like you. You're not human anymore when you put them on. You're not you look human. You're ba- you're breaking some kind of like aesthetic rule that's been in place since the beginning of man. Like the way that we move our bodies, we walk. We don't. We don't roll. We don't. We don't stride. That's it's where alien. We be. We become aliens. And when you're not good at it, you you look really like stupid and weird and and dorky. <clears throat> and the skates, I still think, don't help that in any way. Well, um, they could be better. But I guess I shouldn't let that hinder my my what I do. Yeah, you have to be appreciative that that the skates exist. That is and, a really good and thing. That someone invented uh, roller skates and roller blades, and that companies produce these products. And people like Leon distribute the products. You have mm-hmm. to be grateful for that. That is a good thing. But that... there, but there are improvements that could be made. Maybe. These... Well, definitely, you know, fuck maybe. Definitely, there's improvements. Lately, uh, just over the winter, now that I've been thinking of all the different kinds of setups, it's been fucking with me more now. So what? yeah, what's the latest? Um, I want to explore those uh, SX, but the weirdest part is that I know I don't want to really do tricks in them. Mm-hmm. Um. So what are, what are the X SX? There, uh, it stands for skate cross, doesn't it? Leon? I think so. I didn't actually know. And then I just like, I realized that when I first used them, I'm like, these feel like if you had to go through an obstacle course, they're like the best skates. For... I agree. If, if you had to go straight through a bunch of things with some turns, like if you had to do, I think I said it on the podcast, but like the concrete version of that Red Bull crushed ice thing that they do, they, these skates would be fucking amazing for that. They're like uh, the CJ boot without a sole plate and a deluxe frame, but it's shorter. It's really close to the boot. They don't have those risers and then 80 millimeter wheels, but it feels like you're a lot closer than the FR boot to the ground. So they're really stable and fast and they feel they're the closest thing I felt to hockey skates on rollerblades which is it's equally like it's amazing but it's really strange to translate that into how i want to use them 
but it's given me a lot of interesting ideas. It sounds amazing to be closer to the ground. That would be my biggest complaint with, with the Sebas is being higher off the ground than aggressives. It, it feels better like instantly even just when you put them on and you stand in them. They're a lot more stable. Ooh. Yeah, they're really sick. It took me a Yeah, I've been skating them for a bit now. Maybe 10 sessions. Whoa, you're ahead of me. Yeah, it's been really sunny and I'm uh, getting really addicted to them. Did you put the sole plate on or just without the sole plate? No, no sole plate. Um, yeah, like you said, it's it's really good for skating without tricks. Just uh, yeah, just carving really fast or doing like really. I think it just figuring out how to film it properly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, going between poles or doing like little drops. Turning yeah. on a dime, they're the best skates I've felt. They're the closest I've felt to, like, on hockey skates when you can turn really quick and change directions. They're amazing for that, too, I've found. And they're very good for, uh, like, quick steps. Yeah. So if you're using the skate not to roll, maybe even, like, running on rails. Oh, or... definitely. Or fast plants off yeah, of things. Yeah, fast plants off things. Yeah. They're just so precise. They're very light, too. Yeah, ex- yeah. Jesus ex- Christ, they sound like like the gri- the skate. They're they are the skate. They're you. The weirdest part though is they're s- completely different than the skates we used in Big Wheels, which is actually really it's a good thing. Like you're yeah, not gonna you're not gonna skate or even think of spots the same way with these skates. Skating Jesus. becomes like a it's uh you think of it in much larger terms like for filming uh it would be like the skater goes really far away and then the camera's like on a tripod or something and you just film them like maneuvering through something or you just put your camera in a backpack and you just like you spend a day skating just through a city for a long time if that makes any sense you could (laughs) stop at spots but they're less of spot skates and they're more of... <laughs> what are you laughing at? I'll it's do this. interesting how like, the technology can, can determine like, what, what you, what you want to do with, with them. It's true. Of course, you know, that's an obvious statement. Just think of it this way. So skates are designed... Skates were originally designed as a off-season ice skating tool uh, a cross training tool for uh, hockey players and ice skaters. They they used it to cross train on the pavement, and this skate is the closest thing it to feel to like when you have ice skates on, and you have that like fast acceleration feeling in them, and they yeah. they really uh, they cut into the ice. It's the closest thing for that. It's still urethane, obviously, but. Um, like they would even be amazing for roller hockey if if you wanted to use them for that. But they're not roller hockey skates. But they would work. Like if you wanted to get a versatile skate to use for a bunch of different things, including roller hockey, this would right. be a versatile so, skate too. And they're the they're the CJ boot. Yeah. yeah. Does does the boot have a lot to do with like the feeling of this skate? Is uh, there any like is there anything unique about the boot? 
Yeah. yeah. Leon could probably talk. Leon, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Uh, so, nothing really unique about the boot. It just ha it's a carbon boot, but it has more padding than a traditional carbon boot. So, yeah, it just uh, it feels more like an aggressive skate or like a K2. Yeah. With a lot of good padding and like a really fat tongue. And usually it wouldn't, usually you would have all this padding in a plastic shell and it would feel really crappy. But all this padding in a carbon fiber shell feels really, really different than what I've experienced before. For example, the USD carbons, uh, they have less padding, so they have some pressure points or the Deshi carbons that you tried. Because those ones are really designed based off speed skates, and speed skates have no padding. And those ones are kind of in between. There's it, the shell itself is definitely a little bit bigger, so it fits wider, and it has more padding. The, the, the best way to describe it is if like uh, K2 uh, kept making skates and wanted to make a really good aggressive skate, but it's different because it's a Seba. Um, Let me ask you a question. If you could choose one company to return to skating and make like a really good skate again, would you pick K2 or Solomon? K2. As in the Solomon that existed when they created uh, the, the Solomon skates. Because I hear there's, there's been some changes in the company and Solomon isn't Solomon name anymore. But I mean like the, the legit Solomon. I, I would go with K2. But that's that's closer to my style of, of skating. But even then, I found K2's still a bit stiff and took a long time to break in. I, don't, I didn't appreciate them as much as I would now, and that's why I would say K2. But... Uh, do you think they actually had something good, or it was just a fluke that they had a good product? K two, yeah. No, I they did have a really good product. When you even think of just from a design perspective, the way that the sole and the frame mm -hmm. was together, they came the closest to like, okay, what would it be like to have like your like the feel of grinding attached to a bare foot? Their design for their sole and their frame came the closest in my opinion that it was all one piece and very oh. minimal and things like teflon injected soles was ahead of its time um yeah is, i think i think the k2 had it like grinding wise the k2 was uh superior but solomon's for for other things like control comfort uh Shock absorption. Shock absorption. Like a like pretty much everything except grinding. I think Solomon's were better than than K2. The K2 didn't, they didn't grind fast. They were just really soft, so it gave you a lot of uh, a lot of feeling. Like it felt really good on grinds. It that's didn't what grind really well. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I preferred. Um, uh, yeah, I preferred that. I I really enjoyed. Uh, the King 55 too that I had from from K2. Also, 
I guess I look at that company through rose-colored glasses because looking at all the old daily breads and stuff, they just I, I didn't appreciate them as much as I did back Two then. Two words. What? Gil Vasquez. Whoa. Yeah. A third word would be backslide. Yeah, it's a good word. It's a really good word. The one that he does in uh, in that New York in the fast shoes. The the is it backslide to to Ali Farside Soul? Oh God! And he leans yeah, like yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and he leans all the way back, and it looks like he's gonna slide out on the backslide, and then he oh, switches God. it up. So sick. And then he holds his wrists like all pointing up after he yeah. lands. <laughs> that. Oh. Jesus Christ. Did you guys watch the first time you saw that? Oh, you phoned me. I called you. You phoned me and you were like, there's this section where there's all these black kids skating around New York. (laughs) (laughs) Suburban middle class white kids getting a transmission from skating in New York. And like fucking everyone had K2s in that section except... Except for, oh, Rollinson, that line has not aged very well. Where he grinds a bunch of ledges and then does the short rail at the end. Does anything Rollinson did age well? A couple things. But, no. Not, <laughs> not a lot. Not a lot. He d- didn't, doesn't he do a really bad grab Macchiota forwards in that line? I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> can't remember specifically. I blocked it from my memory. Did you guys watch that uh, ASA thing that I posted? Yeah, it was amazing. So much good stuff in that. Like, from beginning to end, it was incredibly thought-provoking. And 2001, it was in. So that's it's crazy to think that's going to be 13 years old soon. Crazy. Doesn't even seem like that long ago. Yeah. Lots of K2s in that. How old we are, there are kids that started that were born around that time that are scootering now. <laughs> it's funny to think uh, that the, I think a lot of the public's perception on trick rollerblading is related to like the feel that was given off in that show. Like the, the really bad uh, metal music or that, you know that music that they used in Aggressive Inline? and stuff it's funny to think of that they like there was an official radio station that sponsored that show mm-hmm. and there was like a music associated with asa like bad bad punk and new metal i started laughing so hard that first jaron grob uh he goes over the loop and then hits the ramp and it's the guy like, are you listening loud and clear? It's like all, all slow motion after his fall. It's amazing to know that that was broadcast in hundreds and thousands of homes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, John Julio's top acid was the only thing in that entire show that resembled rollerblading today. It's true. Everything else, people don't do anymore for the most part. Except for like... like, The skating was at a really high level. Super high level. Because there was like... 
those guys were getting paid a lot by those companies to to place at those things. Yeah, they yeah there was a lot there was a lot of incentive to go big or go home. True. Yeah, Jaron Grob was crazy. Oh, his Some of those clips were in Toronto. Really? Yes. In 2001, I was there for it. Oh, shit. Yeah, I saw it live. The one that he's stalling on the judges thing. Yeah. And then he gaps into the judges thing. Not the one that he did the Misty. That one was awesome. Yeah, that's insane. But, yeah. This guy's nuts. Everyone was skating flat, probably, too. I think. For that. A lot of people. Most people, probably. Was it most back then? Um, there wouldn't be a lot of reason to skate anti. No. No. It's interesting to think that it was John Elliott and uh, Shima who brought it back. A lot of people were skating flat until Mind Game. Yeah, I remember, I remember going back to anti-rocker. And it was like you telling me that Shima skated anti. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I'm such a sucker. You can skate like Shima in anti-rocker? Okay, I'll do that. And I think I did too for a little yeah. bit. For um, uh, I'm trying to think. When would that have been? 2000? It, it was like brain fear gone time period. They came out with, with the Higgs boat bosun or whatever it is they came up with a revolutionary anti-rocker wheel <laughs> i'm such a sucker for marketing I, tr- I try really hard not to be but you know you might find something you like but a lot of the times you don't we're all suckers for marketing i guess everything that we watch online is influencing us Man, the world the 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 world is one big attention competition. Yeah, the whole world is thousands and thousands, like billions of millions of companies competing for your attention, saying, "Look at this! No, no, no! Look at this! No, no! This is more exciting! Look at this! No, no, no! Look at this! Look at this!" Yeah, that's that's what the world is. It's crazy. That's why I'm drinking right now. <laughs> <laughs> I I try really hard. Do you ever tell yourself, okay, I'm only going to buy products that I'm going to use for a really long period of time and they're going to last and I'm not going to need to buy new shit for a really long time. Do you try and tell yourselves that? Because I do and it never works. Still end yeah. up buying some pieces of shit from a large store. Mm. You know? I've well, been getting a lot better. I've been bet. I'm a lot better. I made, uh, um, case in point, my computer and my camera. I made last for like seven years or something. People still ask me like what what camera I use for the videos, and it's nice to know that since the first mushroom blading, it's been the same camera, which is exciting. People buy like new shit all the time, and the computer that I use was—I think I got it before film school. So, you That's know, it should be the turnover is like is ridiculous. Yeah, when Skate- you buy like when you buy a camera or a phone or a computer, it should last seven, eight years at least for what you pay for it. Yeah, 
seven's a nice number. Like seven to ten years for a product is a nice span. Yeah, but now like that seems like way too long. It feels like technology's plateauing a bit right now too. I don't know if that's just me. Like it feels like that's just you, and it's just Apple. Apple's sucking. <laughs> their their grand wizard is dead. Oh, I watched that. Uh, did you watch that Ashton Kutchner movie? No. <laughs> I want to. It's it's kind of interesting, but at some point, it's really good. It's really hard to take him seriously. What is? <laughs> That's kind of an odd. Choice. Sorry, a oh, fuck. I just said it. What? I just said it's really hard to take him seriously. It's really hard. Uh, here, I'm gonna try and use more detailed language. Um. It's really hard not to just see the actor that I was super annoyed with when that '70s show just came out. It, it don't you think it's kind of ironic that that like he went from being such a stupid character to such a smart character? Yeah, that's kind of like fucked up almost. I think because you would think you would think that Ashton Kushner would be typecast as a stupid guy, like the guy from that 70s show or the guy from Dude, Where's My Car? And suddenly he's fucking Steve Jobs? Come on. <laughs> Some really? dick sucking would have happened or something like that. Yeah, he definitely sucks some dick. Yeah. Some backdoor deals, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but you know what? who Ashton Kuchner always reminded me of? There's like... There's those guys in high school that just have the right like cheekbone structure and they're they're like cute to the girls but they're also good looking and handsome and they're not funny but even when they're trying to be funny the girls laugh at it like oh my god he's so funny but if he was an ugly dude he wouldn't be funny that's what Ashton Kuchner was for me <laughs> I always thought he was pretty funny Really Oh, maybe I need to uh, go to his back catalog and like, uh, like if you watch Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, I gotta watch that again. I think it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> dude, does wh what does yours say? Sweet. What, what does, does yours say? Dude. Dude, what does yours say? Sweet. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's pretty good. There's all these old movie posters at my dad's place right now. Is my temp place, and I have that poster. I should put it up. Dude, where's my car? Do you have it? He's got dude, where's my car? No, I I have all these old posters that I took from the movie theater in this oh, like nice. uh, in this thing. But I got to do some cleaning up here. There's a lot going on that needs to be thrown out. Shit. I have. There's so much shit here that I have a dude, where's my car poster. <laughs> That's a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine what else is here? But I wouldn't have found that ASA tape. I'm looking desperately for my negative Mitsu uh, trick tip that I did oh. in 1999. Because I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the regular mushroom blading like the bumpers on it, but I'm yeah. just gonna use that. Oh man, like it, a how-to. Yeah. It, yeah, I did one. Yeah, I did yeah, one for music. Outdoor Life Network. Negative Mizu. Fuck you, farmer. I did it first. <laughs> <laughs> On that topic, quickly, uh, 
uh, I'd love to get Farmer on the podcast, but I used to be the biggest Farmer fan, and I, he just doesn't do it for me as much anymore, you know? He just I'm in the, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Uh, and it's not that I don't like him as a person or anything. I just, his skating really uh, got my mojo going. Let me, okay, if if you had never seen Farmer and and then you saw like one of his recent sections, would that change your perception? It's a really good question. Yeah, he would be ridiculous if I first saw him. It's true. You're right. You're right. Maybe I'm setting way too high of a standard for him. But you feel what you feel and... and... I feel I do. the same thing. I feel. I don't feel that with Broskow. Nope. Yeah, Broskow is ridiculous. Broskow makes it really hard for me to even bother uh, filming like grinds or anything like that. Oh man, the, uh, what was there was a recent section with clips of Broskow. Skating with no shirt in <laughs> and like tight black jeans. <laughs> that was Nemo's video. Yeah. Oh, oh we got to talk about that. That was really good. Yeah. Really good. I might even watch it after we're done here. Mm-hmm. It was it, almost all fisheye. Yeah. Well, and he, he's really good at um, putting weird textures and things like sampling. Uh, yeah, probably really one of the better soundtracks in a long time for me. I didn't even know any of the music, but I loved the way the whole thing felt. Yeah. Yeah, it had a really consistent feel all the way. Yeah, and I know like um, people are pointing out that it was inspired by this company called Palace Skateboards, and then there's another one from New York, but I don't see anything wrong with that because... It works for rollerblading too, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It works really well. Um, yeah. His section but, okay, too. But, oh, okay, anyways, Roscoe. sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. We'll bring it back. The dude, he has like zero percent body fat. I think. He. Uh, like I gotta tell you, I'm pretty sure. I always get called out that this isn't true, but I'm pretty sure the fact. If he still is drug and alcohol free, <laughs> you always go back to this. <laughs> that's why. But yeah, you're right. Well, yes, you are right. The yeah. If okay, yeah. <laughs> we have to confirm this. <laughs> because <laughs> I've never met him. Have you met him, Joey? No. Okay. So, apparently the dude is drug and alcohol free. And it makes sense because he's just so ridiculously, he is so physically gifted and so physically fit. Like he is, he's like a ball of muscle. He's like a small little ball of determined muscle. Mm -hmm. Focused, determined. Like if you could see through Alex Broskow's eyes, he, he might like, he must have vision like a eagle. Like the dude can see like miles and miles in the distance. He can read 10 point text from from 3 miles away. 
Yeah, well, he kind of has that look, too, when you watch his sections on his face. Yeah. Um, it, just imagine it, like, if you were on tour all the time and everybody else was drinking, and you weren't, and you kept that throughout your entire skating career, like, everybody drinks and does drugs for the most part in skating. Like, he, he's such an odd man out, and he must, like, he must go to bed early and get lots of sleep and have a really interesting perspective on everything which probably translates really well into his skating and apparently he skates every day too listen listen if you skate every day and you're drug and alcohol free that's a that's a recipe for success fuck if i could skate every day i i could go drug and alcohol free yeah me too (laughs) that's a really it's a really good point (laughs) whatever brosco you win his uh his skating was really good in that. I loved... He did like an alley-oop soul to Liu Kang, revert out. Jeez. So nice. Um, that video, Nemo's... Or sorry, Nemo Roski. Andrew Nemo Roski. How do you say it? Did you hear that? Yeah. Was that Leon? No. No, that was me. There's a... Uh, there's always some kind of new electronic device in the McGarry house that speaks in a robot voice or something like that. <laughs> um, uh, Andrew Nemo-Roski's section uh, reminded me of why I really like uh, Colin Kelso. And I'm trying to think of some other people, but their movements are so specific to skating, rollerblading. They think a lot about skating and it comes through. Hello? It's true. It's very, very good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Is Todd there? Yes. Yeah. Did you watch this section, Todd? I did. What did you think? How did you feel? Um, I enjoyed it. I didn't... I didn't... Like, you, I, I got text. I got a text from Leon saying that he... Was, what did he say? He's like, he... I could watch his skating all day. I love it or something. Yeah. Like a, and uh, I watched it. And I thought it was good. I liked it. But I didn't really understand the, the like, the deep admiration for it. So, for it? Leon, w- <laughs> explain why you liked uh, Nemo's section so much. Well, it was really different than anything out there at the moment and uh, that's probably mostly why but it's nice how you can if you watch one of his tricks they're all just good and a little different but it's nothing special Um, but then when you watch them all together then you notice some sort of a pattern of I don't know it's always unique in a very different way and he does I don't know, he tries a lot of different ideas. That's where I, I that's where I him and Colin Kelso are kind of in the same category for me. Yeah. That you I could agree. like you can rewatch their skating quite a bit and they put a lot of thought into how they move. Even just yeah. like the way he does his Liu Kangs, it mm-hmm. seems like he's the only person who does them like that. To it's me. Almost, yeah, it's really 
artistic because he almost has to see how everyone does it and pick a one way that would look different. Yeah. I love that he just did a parallel grab to forwards too. Yeah, like the top porn star to forward parallel. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I noticed there there was an attention to detail. That's a good that's a good yeah. statement for it right there. Yeah. In a way that's uh, very hard to like you don't see nowadays. No. I don't know if you could ever see it with that much attention. It you know what I think you, you do you do see it. Like like people like Broskow. Yeah. He's and, in the same category also, though too. Yeah, Broskow it's, would, it's, would it's it's inspiring because it shows you that like you can you can just make pretty basic, pretty simple stuff look really good. Like just focusing really hard on Yeah. On a simple basic maneuver. Like that big shifty that Broskow did. Oh, yeah. don't even. I did. <laughs> it, these are also people who are very well educated in the history of inline skating videos, I find. Wizards. They are people who have probably seen every video up to this point and have a really good idea of what they want to do. My, my question is, how do you get to a point where you're, you have the mind and the, and the determination to do that shifty gap that Brosco did. How do you get to that point without smoking weed? Because like it's That's totally a really a type good of thing. It's totally a type of thing like you'd be sitting there like watching videos or something like kind of blazed and you would you'd be like shit, how sick would it be to do like a really long shifty over a gap? And like you think the viewer would think that you were going to go to fakey like it was a 180, and then you land forwards. Oh, shit. That's a good question. Well, I know he... Uh, I don't know for sure. I have heard that he is a big fan of skateboarding and skateboarding media, and I would think that someone... Like, it's possible to do that kind of a movement on a skateboard, and maybe he saw it there. I don't know. That's That's my... My gut feeling tells me that. That's a pretty educated uh, guess. That uh, that he got it from skateboarding. Yeah, even mm -hmm. just the way that that spot was too. Uh, he could have he could have found that through a skateboard video. How long do you think Brasco is going to keep this up? That's a good question. Because <laughs> Haffy, if you look at the original, was it? The Brat Pack, they were called. Yeah. So Campbell's out. Rob Thompson's out. Haffy's in Nitro Circus. Farmer is still doing really good. But Broskow seems to still be going in in, uh, in a new direction. And you know what? I'm pr You know, the fact that he's drug and alcohol free, <laughs> that could be it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think the reason why Broskow is so good is because he's drug and alcohol free. <laughs> you told me once, you told me once, I've heard you tell me that you said, you know what, Joey? I realized that 
I can't remember what you said. We both started laughing really hard. Fuck, let me think of the quote. It was like, uh, you don't have to have drugs and alcohol to have a good time or something. <laughs> I can't. Remember? We like we were driving to the park or something. And maybe yeah. you, were tr- you were saying it out loud because you were trying to convince yourself. No, I was being, the reason it was so funny was because I was being 100% genuine. (laughs) You were. (laughs) Do you remember what it was though? Was it something along those lines? Yeah, I said, you don't need drugs and alcohol to have a good time. It's very true. But it takes a lot of effort to get there. you, You don't, but it... There's there there are things to be gained through drug and alcohol use. <laughs> That's the opposite of the statement. It's it's not about fun. No, it's, a, it's about it's about shortcuts. <laughs> well, it's about learning. It's about um, progress progression. Uh, and sometimes you need drugs and alcohol to get there. Caffeine. Yeah, man, coffee is a problem. How much coffee do you guys drink? Uh, winter is bad. This winter specifically is that um, it's getting bad. It's uh, they're my crutches. It's my crutch that I use consistently. If it was the summertime and I could exercise more and skate, it'd be so like so. How much? It'd be one a day. I'm at like three or four, something like three. three or four. What like cups or like Starbucks? Like uh, no, like like we have coffee at the office, yeah. so I'll do like two of those. Sometimes I'll just fill it up half. So, uh, mm, three, I would say, Average. over the winter. What about you, Leon? Same. I'm trying to cut down. I usually have at least two during the day. One early in the morning and then one midday i don't know it's just so addicting yeah it is or it's so fun to you're at four todd no i counted leon's oh oh that's the, okay yeah that's four i think i average like two cups that's good you can either keep that like going one, either like one starbucks or like two m- cups of coffee at home drinking it black is key yeah um yeah it is and because it's pretty healthy like i mean the 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 content of the coffee beans minus the caffeine is pretty healthy yeah it is like jacking your system all the time i don't know if that i don't know i just find that like i can't use any other drugs or alcohol at my job so i'll just use the one that i'm allowed to use a lot and I mean, if if smoking wasn't so unhealthy, I would do that too for sure. Just nicotine gum. I've I tried it, and uh, I might have to try it again. Actually, um, I do like hookah um, once in a while, but I am really jealous. Like when my boss goes out for a cigarette, he comes back and he's always like so revved up, and he came up with lots of amazing ideas. So, coffee and cigarettes. Just, yeah, what is it Stephen King like uh, raved about the effects of smoking for his writing? Yeah. Yet, like, uh, when was the last time you smoked a cigarette, Todd or Leon? Or even oh. just had a puff of one? Oh, they're, it's great. It yeah. is great. I'll when I'm drunk. 
maybe two months ago. Once every few months, I would take a puff. I find it makes me really chatty. <laughs> I haven't smoked a cigarette in years, but man, is it great. It's uh, and and when the smoker f- finds out that you get the head rush, they'll be like, "Oh man, I wish I could still get that." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like, that's like someone who doesn't drink coffee. If you got to watch them drink their first cup of coffee, and the buzz would just last for like twelve hours. Oh God. Yeah, that first cup of coffee that you drink after taking a break is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> It's an intense drug. It's very powerful. It's euphoric. I find that the first coffee in the morning doesn't even really do anything anymore when you have about three a day. It, it works a little bit, but not a lot. So so why do you think you drink so much? I just need a crutch. Like, I, I just, I need, it kind of works still, you know? It It's just a way to make the day go by faster. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a thing that I can do that I think helps my creativity and work ethic. I'll be right back, guys. Okay. It's a crutch for sure. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, what were you going to say? Yeah, it would be nice to slow down. I'm drinking tea right now. That's what I'm drinking. Nice. Drinking tea with alcohol in it. Oh. No, I'm just drinking tea with honey. Oh, are you getting sick or something? No, not you're just sick. You're working on the vocal cords? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Do I, I have... sound good? Yeah, you do sound good. I just thought tea and honey is like something that you might do when you're getting sick. I have three video ideas that I want to go over with you and Todd. Okay. The ones that we were going over through the text. And yeah. And then Todd was like... This needs to be a spoken conversation. Oh man, I'm uh, yeah, really excited to skate. Um, really, really excited to skate, but it's winter. Yeah. Well, didn't you guys get that? Uh, it's fucking freezing. It's like minus twenty up here. Did that happen in Vancouver? No, it's beautiful. Well, it gets really cold. Yeah. It gets maybe minus four, minus five at night. Oh, that's nothing. Uh, but. Yeah, it didn't snow in the city yet, so it's been really dry. And uh, we filmed some stuff this morning, and we've been filming quite a bit. Really? What are you putting out? Um, hopefully, like, by this weekend, we'll have maybe, like, 15, 20 clips that we filmed. Maybe 10, 15. In, uh... On SX. Really? Yeah. How did you feel about the response to your last SX edit? Oh, it was, uh... I don't think it got much views or anything like this, but it's fine. It was a quick little session. That was like the first time you were in them, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, it's not. That's not like. Uh, it's not the type of skate that the first time you skate them, that amazing stuff would happen. But you could even tell there were some little things. You can it tell was... the skates are different in that edit. At least I could. Exactly. It uh, it needed like an expert eye to see that they're interesting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was like a little warm up edit. Just fun to put something out quickly. So what? Uh, you've been skating spots, or who? Danny's still there filming, or what? Yeah. So me and Danny's been skating every morning. He skates. Well, not every morning, but 
some mornings whenever he doesn't have school because I open the store at 12 yeah. and then he usually starts school at 12. So we would meet up somewhere downtown and try to go filming. I would film him on the, on the CJ skates and he would film me on the SX skates. Oh, you're killing me right now talking about that. That sounds like such a good routine. You're yeah. in such a different mind state than, than Todd and I are. So then what have you found so far with these skates? Oh, man, they're really good. We've been getting really, well, really fun clips. Kind of like mushroom blading stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, big wheel stuff. Yeah. You know, running on those pillars. Oh, okay. And, but just doing things like this a lot better. Yeah. And um, what else? Yeah, kind of, yeah, very similar to, I guess, big wheels, but less stair rides, less impact. Um well, that stuff wouldn't even really feel good in those skates anyway. Yeah, exactly. I guess the advantage is how much weight you can put on different parts of the skate. And the skate is still supportive enough. That's a point mm -hmm. that I haven't even thought of before. So it has a really, yeah, it's all. And so you can jump, let's say, like 90 degree and stop. Let's say you're skating forward and you're doing like a 90 degree turn and you're landing kind of almost like a um, just on your wheels, but yeah. you completely stop and you can kind of hop from that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Well, changing direction for me, like it would be the same as in hockey skates. You could do that on ice. Yeah, exactly. The way that they like dig in and the the responsiveness exactly. the, the best way i could describe it is like they're very they have a very quick start time for like strides and stuff yeah that if you were going one direction and someone started chasing you and you had to switch directions they're the best skates to get away the quickest yeah it's true um, so yeah they're cool so you might put something out this weekend? Hopefully. It's Danny. Uh, Danny was filming and editing, so uh, I think he's going to try to edit something soon. We're still going to go tomorrow morning, so we might get a few more clips. But today we got like three clips, uh, so we're thinking we got enough. Is it going to be a mix? Of what? Like, is it going to be both of your guys' footage in one edit? No, just uh, just me. Oh. Mix would be cool. Yeah, I know. Because that's how you guys filmed it, but it, it doesn't make sense from the perspective of the skates. We didn't really film it like that. Some days Danny would just come with uh, with bigger wheels. Yeah. Like Sebas. I mean, <laughs> with 80s. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, just film. Yeah, Danny has been really, I don't know, really into filming. So that's really nice to have him around. Well, he's on a roll with the Richie. Yeah. Because everything was filmed amazing in that. Yeah, Danny has been really professional about it. I guess he's going to school for it now. What school did he end up going to? I think the same one as, as yours. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That was... Uh, Randy got me stoked to go to that school, so... 
Nice. More bladers in it. Mm -hmm. And it's a flexible schedule for skating, too, from what I remember. So yeah. that's exciting. Seems pretty good. The what about... What about... Uh, is Danny. Yeah. Danny's awesome. Danny's pretty awesome. He needs to come back on the podcast, too. He does. He really does. His Just the filming on that first Richie shot in the Richie edit, uh, it's... People... Uh, the regular viewer doesn't really think about what the filmer is actually doing Man. in that shot. Especially with his camera. His, he has a it's, huge camera. I know that. The lens for the HVX is really dangerous for getting kicked. It's and so it's big. Yeah, it's it's like, he's like bombing down the hill with like a kettlebell, like a 20-pound tw- <laughs> like fucking camera. And it's huge. <laughs> When you when you ate that uh, that hash brownie, Todd, didn't you keep saying that that's all you could think of was like you tripping and just smashing the camera? Oh, like filming was really scary. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was just really paranoid of dropping the camera. <laughs> if you think about it, like for a normal person to be bombing down a bridge on rollerblades with like a how much is his camera? Like oh, a that thousand dollar camera. It's more with that lens, probably. That lens is yeah. really expensive because there's so much glass on it. He's bombing down that bridge with ten thousand dollars in his hand. Like yeah. for the, for a normal person, that's yeah. that's really uh, anxiety provoking. <laughs> that's pretty wild. That's uh, I but for some reason I don't know the everybody's had good luck. Like the camera gets kicked or whatever, but. The chances I've we've all fallen with the camera before, and it's pretty easy to hold on to. Yeah, there's been some amazing ones where I've like ridden downstairs on my ass and stuff. <laughs> Especially if you're if you're looking through the viewfinder too much and you forget that you're actually experiencing reality instead of the appearance of it through a screen. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah, filming's fun. Filming, I think, needs to be talked about more and it needs to be like the experience of filming is as technical and as thrilling and it's like it's like a trick it's 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 up there with actually doing tricks i think the most interesting video we could ever make that could actually be our quote-unquote best video would be if we could capture that totally with you mean a third filmer Filming the filmer and the skater. I think somehow you could do it without even having a third filmer. If you could just, if the audio was really good with of the discussions about filming. I think you would for it to be, for it to be good. I think you need a third filmer. Yeah, I guess so. I guess and so. Uh, yes, that's an awesome idea, and we need to do that. We do need to do that. It could really be done in like a couple days. And it yeah, could be, well, you and could it, do you could do a shorter be, version it could of be it longer. too. Yeah, we I actually, imagine it being like an hour, like a documentary. There's actually a local guy here. Is a local guy? A local <laughs> filmmaker? Local? Yeah, there's a local filmmaker who offered to do that, <laughs> and he just got the same camera I did. Um, and he he said if you ever want like a someone to come out and film, and the guy that I work with has offered before, so we should do that. But I don't think we're gonna do that this year. I think we should do that the year after this year. (laughs) 
maybe not the the year after the after this year. Maybe two years after this year. Well, no, I think it's going to be more the year after this year. It just doesn't seem like a 2015 kind of thing. It seems like more of like a 2016, 2017 right. kind of deal. By but 20, anyway. 2016, anyway. 2017, we might actually have even better technology to do it. To Maybe. do it up big and do it up right. But, and it might even be better if we have gray hair while we're doing it. I think, I think if that, we're like really super relaxed old men. Yeah, that's actually like pretty good. Discussing clips and discussing how we're gonna fil- film them and stuff. I think, uh, well, because that Gerard Richter painting, it would yeah. just be a rollerblading version of that. Exactly. So there's there wouldn't be a lot of music or anything. No. And then I think after after it would show the conversation about what the what you were going to be filmed or sorry there would be sections where it would show what you filmed but not right after yeah if that makes any sense cuz you know how they would show uh there would just be little sections showing his work yeah i thought that that was really smart show like really long things of him just talking about it and and, and then doing stuff yeah that was good but can I talk about 2014 videos? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what inspired that wacky mode ultra light? Is that the, was that the title? Yeah. Uh, yes. Wacky mode ultra light. And you said five minutes. Well, okay. I've, I haven't, I haven't really been thinking like that we should make a, well, yeah, I well, I don't have a vision really for a full video yet. No, no. Um, I I feel like we need to put our skates on again and kind of reevaluate things and maybe make a few short edits before we think about that. But something that keeps consistently popping back into my head is how how much fun we had doing wacky mode. Definitely, and uh, people like. I think I think we could make a more refined version of wacky mode that could be really really uh, good. I agree. And, uh, really powerful and dynamic, and and I thought, whoa, like what would a wacky mode look like if everything was full fucking speed in big wheels? On the with every everything every every transition was a transition between the clips. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Body movement to body movement. Would yeah. there be fisheye? I I like I don't think it really matters. Oh okay, yeah, because this it could is be just... could be fisheye, could be long shot, but just like a super fast pace. Because I I think I still we know that wacky mode would have been better in big wheels. <laughs> that's what makes it good, though. Yeah, I, it's it is still good. It's it's well, that's what makes it bad. But good because it's bad. Hey, bad is good. <laughs> what the hell was that? My bottle cap. Oh, um, but, but I, I like I, bad. I agree with you. you. Like bad? I like bad. I think there there needs to be more bad. I just I need to applaud anybody who watched all of them, both of them. Six like. 
length is really important these days. Things need to be short and to the point. Not podcasts, because you can listen to those while you're doing other things. But when you're watching something, length is rough these days. It's it's ambitious to put out a 20-minute. 20, 20 minutes is a lot. That's a long time to ask. Yeah, really yeah. long time. Really um, long time. You better have put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. Which we did not. <laughs> yeah, wacky mode on big wheels would be incredible. Yeah. That's exactly how I've been skating lately. I, I feel like we could also uh, that that shorter wacky mode might be really interesting if some of the transitions would transition to uh other skates though too. But I don't know if I'm complicating yeah, I, it. I, my idea had had really nothing Actually, no, no, no. Sorry, wacky mode ultra light was, was just. If it was like full speed things, it would. Oh, okay, be okay. Because I, I had, I was, I want to do that for the first like video project if we can do that, and it's easy to film too. It's easy to come up with stuff, and yeah. you're not worried about trying to do anything perfect or good. No, but I would want the the performances to be more refined. Yeah, definitely. Like for wacky mode, everything was we it was like we like, actually didn't know we what we only were doing. We did things once. Yeah. That would like we didn't do things a second time. Yeah. So, it would allow us to like refine things. Did you watch that skateboarding edit that I emailed to you guys? Yeah, it was really good. That was that had the feel in my was, opinion. Yeah, it was really good how most of it was shot, but it was almost too much of the same stuff. Yeah. Of like a very similar up in your face angle. It would have been nice to break it a little bit with uh, long shots and zoom in. That's where I think wacky mode failed as well. Yeah. In my opinion. The... Yeah, when people watch fish <laughs> for a long time. Too much fish eye is, is. It's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, when you edit and and you got a bunch of fisheye shots in a row. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's a really nicely filmed long shot. You get really excited. Because mm-hmm. there's so much uh, that you can do with it compared to the fisheye. Yeah, it's true. Oh, but if you do. Uh, do fisheye the thing that that Andrew Nemorowski video did? Yeah. And what I wanted to try and do with Big Wheels, you have to try really hard to keep a consistent feeling from beginning to end. That's yeah. the only way fisheye works. And they did a really good job with that. Yeah. Did you uh, did you like the last section, LaBaron? Nick LaBear? Yeah, or LaBear. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really was- liked. He had this one outfit where he had like a wife beater tucked into these weird jeans. Yeah. Uh, I loved that. Like, I don't care if I'm talking about fashion and skating, but I love when people wear bizarre shit. And that was really weird to me. Yeah, this guy is amazing. (laughs) This section was really cool. He did some really kind of simple stuff too that made... And the one thing that, that that video did for me is like it actually made me want to go out and skate 
like aggressive skate. Yeah. And I hadn't had that in a long time, so. That's true. That's a good thing. It's a but really it didn't make you want to do grinds. Didn't make you want to do grinds? Yeah. It made me want to do a sweat stance. There was a sweat stance that he did that I really liked. But no, more just messing around. Yeah. Than actual grinds. Todd, are you still there? I am here. So, I want to do Wacky Mode Ultra Light. Is that the name? It, it might not be the name, but it's the idea. That's the feel. Okay, I want to do that. And I want to do... I have, I have three ideas for the edit after that one. And it's, uh, it's either bigger wheels... Small wheels, no wheels, or all wheels. Mm. And then wheels. and then I want to make a full-length video called Wizard Mode, and it would have Rob G in it. Oh, shit. But that all of that could change. But I like the idea of making two edits and then making a, a longer video, which could only be 10 minutes for all we know. I don't think it's going to be. I want to make a lot of edits. Me too. Yeah. Like a lot of short edits. Me too. It's fun. To like a lot of how-tos. Lots of how-tos. Yeah, you guys should do more stuff. Definitely. Yeah, it feels uh, It feels so nice when you put something out there. Yeah. I don't know. It's something... Uh, really satisfying it's almost like skating itself you know finishing things always feels good yeah i feel like we need to i don't we need to make many small things before we can really make a decision about like what to commit our time to in terms of a long thing i agree whatever whatever we commit our time to for a long thing like it has to be at this point it has to be really unique. It has to be nothing like anything we've done. And it needs to serve a or else it's, what's that? It needs to have a purpose. Yeah. Or else yeah. it's gonna be a big fucking fat waste of time. Yeah. Oh, I have to tell you and, guys and, and it needs to be spe specific <laughs> in its in its like direction. Yeah. Yeah. Really like really like big wheels was an obvious one, but it was a it was a, a a definite direction, and it was still too long. It's I too, don't think so. It's no. a it's a little bit too long. I don't think so. I think it was a good length if this type of videos were done, like if it wasn't a new big wheel video. If, if there it, was a lot of stuff out there on big wheels, and this video was to come out, it would be a, a very enjoyable watch. Oh yeah. But I feel like it was almost too much new stuff. Yeah, less people. Like it was a new video and it was long. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on that. That it could have easily have just been like uh, seven minutes. Exactly. Yeah. But I guess the the overall goal is not to get more people to watch it. So I guess it turned out good for what it was. The classic oh, yeah. quote. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is that general speak too? Good for what it was. Yeah. 
because you're not actually saying what it was. <laughs> I it's 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 a joke. It doesn't really describe anything. Yeah, it's it good for what it funny. was. It's a way of saying like I'm over it. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I just it's just a joke. It yeah. just sounds funny, which I, is worth saying. It's worth saying things that are funny. <laughs> it's worth it. It is worth it. It's, it's worth it. But I think it was a good length. How long? What? It was 20... Was it half an hour? Hey, it was a hell of a lot shorter than Wacky Mode 2 volumes combined. <laughs> <laughs> All of the videos have been bloated. Hey... Uh, All of them. Hey. Except for Mushroom Blading <laughs> 5, that wasn't. Even that was bloated for the amount of f- filming we did for it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. My, uh, number 5 was perfect. That was a good length. It goes by pretty quick. But it's the, still, uh, I don't know. Todd's, uh, Todd's Bachelor? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was perfect length. 25. For yeah, for the... It was good. It was a good length for what it was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes, okay. Here's the thing. Here's what you're saying when you say it was a good length for what it was. Yeah. You're not going to get five hundred thousand views. No, that's not. No, that's video. not the goal. And that no. isn't the point. The point no. is is for people to have a different kind of experience. That's true. And it's true that a lot of people are going to stop it at the two minute mark and be like, "I'm I'm over this." Absolutely. Whatever. The you make it for the the few thousand people that really get sucked into the world, and you give those people of a, a special gift. I even think about like I like to make videos as if people weren't paying attention and just had it on in the background. That hopefully they're interesting just to listen to as well. Yeah, totally. That one's really important. That if it's a longer video, it can also just be like. A, a mix of sound that you just want to listen to. Totally. Just so, as a soundtrack. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that one's always really videos. important. That's, a, that's super important, actually. That's almost yeah. more important than someone watching it. If, if, like, if you could never watch a skate video again and just listen to skate videos, um, probably like your favorite skate videos would still be the ones that you listen to. That's I don't true. know. Good skate videos should be powerful enough just the audio of it that's why sean c's videos were really good yep he he knew the importance of sound pat lennon too which i think sean c must have learned from pat lennon but pat lennon's like the sound collage that pat lennon would do for his videos so cool yeah such like a crazy mix of like you get a glimpse into the way the person's head works or something yeah and that's that's how I use a lot of videos. I'll just put them on and just listen to them and, and once in a while I'll glance at them. It's funny though, now that you say that, because I mute I mute like a lot of stuff that I watch. I was thinking about this. If you can mute a video and still get the idea of what it's trying to do, then I don't think it's it's not made very well. <laughs> if that makes any sense. If like you can mute it. No, then... like if you're watching a video, and you can just get the point of what the person who made it is trying to do, 
and it's on mute, then they're not using the medium the medium very well. Like you should want to unmute it at some points and be like, oh, I want to hear what is happening here or something. You know how you can just watch so many videos in a row on mute and just get the point? Like, oh yeah, I get, I get what they're trying to do I don't, here. But I don't know if you can get the point. A lot of stuff you can. Like, well, then there's no fucking point. Well, I'm just talking about like from a like, uh, quote unquote video production. There's things that I watch that just make me want to not do it as a career anymore. Like, time lapse shot, song with strings or something, and then slow motion shot of someone doing something. The sun is poking through in the background. Up close shot so of someone's good. face. And it's so, like, it's so cut to the song. And there's no, no one's talking about anything. There's no, like, shots of just natural sound. Some, like, like a shot of a, of whatever's happening with the, the sound. If, ah. That sounds like, like, someone too focused on, like, utilizing good technology. Yeah. They well, just ha- want to utilize good technology and get a beautiful shot. <sighs> and I think that's enough. But it's happening. They're not capturing fuck all. I, I have a really interesting thing to tell you guys that um, was a huge breakthrough at, at work last week. We're doing this. Um, we were doing this documentary on this on this dude. And it was like five hours worth of material that we had filmed. And we kind of did it in a podcast format where the camera was on him but we were sitting kind of in a circle um so he was really relaxed when he was talking to the camera he kind of forgot that it was there and i was trying to edit this into like a 10 minute highlight kind of story of all the best parts and it kept popping up in my head that this was the worst way to to try and put this out and i just had to be so honest with my coworker, and my boss to say like look the only way this is going to work is if we use cuts of you can hear us ask the question and and see an unedited shot of his answer, then that's it. And I was saying no editing, and we put out like a bunch of videos with titles of what the theme of the video is, and instead of making a documentary, put out like 50 short videos of him answering the question, and and you're able to see him listen to the question. And they were so against it at first, and I made a case that it went from being a documentary to just a bunch of short videos. And uh, this this the whole thing has been really interesting for me thinking about how I used to think of video and but now what's possible with how you can just upload 50 videos to YouTube in a day. Like you can interview someone, take the 50 best things that they said and just upload it to YouTube raw as fuck with no editing. And it's probably way more interesting to put up those 50 videos than it would be to try and edit something together, making this person seem like, oh, this is who they are. This is my story. This is the highlights of what I said. Anyways. Yeah. And, and it also puts it in the hand of the, of the viewer to be like, okay, what question do I want to hear exactly. again? Exactly. Or I'll just click on one, and it's not like I'm watching an hour-long video. I'm just watching like this one response, and then like, Oh, that was interesting. I'll watch another one. Exactly. It's almost like it's almost like everything needs to be 
interactive in that in that sense where it's like okay i'll i'll give you a minute and then after that i'll choose what i want to see next yeah yeah so you you give them a minute and then it's like oh okay then there's all these other options like if you're into it you know you can decide what to do next that's i'm getting really tired of of being told like what I'm supposed to think when I watch edits a lot of the times. I like things that are kind of ambiguous and you have to kind of feel a bunch of different emotions when you watch it. And I found that like, well, that's just more honest. I wish that more stuff was more like real life. I wish that like that more stuff was made that way because I'm getting like, so, so many people are going to be good at making video that of course you can take an emotional song and put fucking highlights of someone saying like, this is what I love to do. This is my life. And then show slow motion cutaways of someone doing something. And then this is what he loves to do. This is his life. A cutaway of someone else saying that, you know, like it's so easy to do that. So many people are going to be able to do that. What about like that person answering a really difficult question and like listening to it and then just maybe some silence where they don't know what to say and hearing their pattern of speech that, that like myself, if I break up into three sentences before I say something. Anyways, and that's why podcasts are fucking awesome. Podcasts are like at the front of, of everything for me. Like podcasts should be informing how people think of other types of media. Totally. People are tired of... Without even knowing it, I like I'm tired of editing. <laughs> well, no, I, like people see through it. That's the thing. That's what you're talking about. Like people see through the glamorized, like this guy, this is what he does, and he's awesome. <laughs> you know, people have seen it. So we are like media wizards. Everyone is a media wizard, and we see all these things that glamorize people and glamorize these situations and eventually people people are gonna be fucking over it and that's why podcasts are so popular and that's why they're hitting this this vein in the culture where it's like it's just a conversation and it's like unedited it's it's really fucking long and it's not glamorous at all you hear all the little ums and uh nuances and awkward moments and people are like that's just like a real it's real yeah and which is so funny because that's marketing loves to try and take that word and use it (laughs) it's like they love to take that word and use it but they don't actually like to do it or they feel uncomfortable actually doing it (laughs) like like a 30 second commercial where it'd be like uh, this is real. This is real life. This is my life. This is my product that I use. This is me. <laughs> you can't fucking do it in 30 seconds, bitch. Well, that's what's happening. Some of the best editing, in my opinion, is uh, you shouldn't think that someone edited anything. And there's so much editing that I see where it's like, look at me. I'm editing. This is me filming. Look at the shot that I got. Yeah, anyways. Not everyone can be a wizard. I'm not. 
But it, no, 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 you are. And it's good to be a wizard because you, you know what's not wizardly. And you can say, fuck that. I won't give my attention to that. You're a wizard, Joey. Nope. My favorite movie of all time <laughs> is three hours long. There's no music in it. There's no... <laughs> there's German no subtitles. There's no interviews. Black and white. <laughs> no... There's no music. There's, there's no no talking. There's a little bit of talking, but it's three hours of this guy who spent six months up at a monastery, the 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 Chart Chart Carthusian Order or something like that. And it's it's it makes making movies seem so pointless, but it's the most powerful movie I've ever seen. And I swear that people who are really good at what they do just break it down to the simplest possible thing. They just like keep reducing everything that gets in the way. And this can be applied to so many different things, but I don't know. That sparse uh, breaking it down shit. It, everyone's a wizard, but they don't know it. Like the, You don't have to try hard to make good stuff, but you have to try hard for so long to get to that point to realize that you don't have to try hard anymore. That's why I'm not a wizard. Uh, mm. Does that make any sense? Some. <laughs> Fuck. Well, yeah, yeah, that made perfect sense. And also not doing drugs and alcohol. Because I may have been able to articulate that a bit better without uh, drinking green... 40% juice. 40 proof juice. 40 proof juice. It's a good name for a video. But. 40 proof juice. Let me tell you what I'm thinking. I want to make a really, really, really cinematic, nicely shot video uh, after the ultra wacky mode light um, where we're just skating really fast through most of it and it looks nice that's about yeah, it, it. Cool. with good sound <clears throat> there was a song that i heard it always starts with a song there's a song that i heard that i know is gonna work for this video and when do you when do you think we're gonna be lucky enough to start filming uh isn't it usually like uh april todd um, and, and, I don't know. That sounds early. I I feel like I need to do like a couple months of of training. Like I think skate training. Yeah, me yeah. too. Like do a lot of park skating and just really get my bearings. Listen, you guys haven't seen me lately. I'm three hundred pounds. <laughs> I don't know how I let myself go so quickly, but yeah, I Did just you act. That's amazing. Yeah, 300 pounds. I got to try and lose it. So, How did you gain like 150 pounds? Just, just really finding a lot of pleasure in eating fatty foods constantly. Shit. Yeah. And not moving? That one's really important, actually. That's probably the most important a lot, thing. Right? Yeah, like yeah. Sitting, yeah. driving, that one's sitting, sleeping extremely Eating important actually lots yeah lot inactivity and just 
uh, eating a lot. That's my other crutch, actually. So I would say caffeine and the fucking internet and like sugar and fatty foods carry me through the winter pretty easily. It's hard. I want to so get I figured out. I figured out the Brosco thing. What was it? The drugs and alcohol, Alex Brosco deal. Yeah. What is it? Was it a fart? That wasn't me. That was a weird noise. Was that a car at Leon's place? Oh yeah, maybe it's outside. That was a cool sound. I like mm. that. I guess I don't notice it anymore. I just. But okay, there. here's the thing. Here's the thing about Brosco. It's true that the reason why he's so good at rollerblading is because he hasn't done drugs and alcohol. His body is very pure and strong and fit. Yeah. But here's here's what I always say. Like I'm always like, well, like there's a lot to gain from drugs and alcohol. For Broskow, it worked for him to not indulge in the drugs and the alcohol because rollerblading is a purely physical well, it's not purely physical, but it's it, you need. It could be purely physical. It could be purely physical, and for him, it is. And and he is a unique character, and he he can he's inspired to do it without drugs and alcohol. So he's very good at role biting. But Alex Broskow is not a filmmaker. He's not a he's not. Uh, he's not a writer. He's not an artist. He's a rollerblader. He's an athlete for sure. He's an athlete, exactly. He's an athlete, and I think for for the visionaries, for people who are like wanting to skate but also wanting to create video and create things, there is a place for drugs and alcohol, and there is a sacrifice physically, um, but it's worth it. So, do you think David Sizemore does the drugs for him? Does David Sizemore do the I, drugs? I always thought of David Sizemore as like a straight edge type person, and then, and then, he must have started doing drugs. <laughs> I don't want to focus on this idea okay, of drugs. Okay, but. okay, okay. We we say drugs. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Such a um, dumb word. Sorry. Like a really good athlete could smoke weed with zero physical repercussions. I would zero say physical consequence. I would say. I would prefer that athlete to do it in his mid to later 20s if he did. Oh, yeah. Later on in his life, for Not sure. early. It no. ruins a lot of amazing people's potential. Uh, That's true. Potential. Weed is a very intense drug, and it's, it, it, the longer you can not do it, the better you are. Yeah, if you can I hold out until you're like 30. I never recommend to smoke weed before 20. No. No, not at all. Wait, do you realize wait. how much terrible stuff gets made that you think might be good because you were smoking weed when you made it and you were under 20 uh well no i think anything you can smoke weed and think that it's interesting uh, or funny i think it's both that people who I are at a certain point you know you know if it if it's just stoner good or if it's good i think yeah that's true that comes over time though i think yeah. uh having both I can't remember what culture it was. I read this thing about there was some... I'm not even going to bother, but it's important. <laughs> to, to, 
to experience something uh, with an altered state of consciousness and with a very clear head. And if it's for some, for some, yes. But to ha- the clear-headed opinion is very important. It can be. It's the closest to the state that most people are feeling on the planet at any given time. Yeah, but that's not always a good thing. No, because we can get our little pacifier of entertainment into our mouth. Well, it's just... Sometimes you need to step out of that. Oh, did you watch the new Superman movie? No. Fuck. So I'm not I won't go down this road, but anyways, that's it wouldn't matter if you were high or not or it like there's it's just bad. Anyways, go keep going. But sometimes like when you smoke weed and you watch something really bad, it's extra bad. Oh, I love your that. Place, and you're like this is fucking shit. I actually brought that up the other day uh, to the dude that I work with. I said, I'll never forget like when I I became, I was aware that I was becoming media literate is like when you're, the first time you see like bad TV or commercials stoned and it's almost shocking when you start to realize uh, how much you don't think about it normally, like bad acting or the way things are put together to make you try and buy a product, it's almost comical. And you can understand, like, when if people go too far down the rabbit hole, there's people who just drop out of society completely because they're so frustrated with the way the game works traditionally. If that makes any sense. Well, yeah. Like, like, a, like a bad movie with bad acting, and you just know that there's just thousands of people who it's just their favorite movie just eating it up like acting oh man (sighs) acting yeah have you guys been watching any interesting tv shows or um i've been watching homeland oh Lacey was watching that it looked pretty interesting yeah that was really good that one looked good. That the the redheaded dude yeah. is intense. Brody. He's, He's intense. Good. And uh, Portlandia. I started watching Portlandia. Oh, Portlandia really is really good. good. Yeah. <laughs> Super funny. Portlandia is the closest thing to the feel of Mr. Show. It isn't Mr. Show, but it's the closest thing to like subver- the best subversive comedy. Yeah. Apparently, there's a lot of good shit on Adult Swim, but I don't get it. I don't get that channel. Hmm. So, and I've heard uh, Saturday Night Live is is not good this season, but I don't, mm. it's not that great anyway. Yeah, I don't watch Saturday Night Live anymore. Uh, Lacey watches Sons of Anarchy, and I oh yeah try really hard not to make fun of it. Sons of Anarchy, for me, it's like Walking Dead. I put Sons of Anarchy and Walking Dead in the same boat. It's like uh, so dramatic. How but many like, montages? It's fun to watch. How many montages can you make of all of the characters alone doing something with the song? Every episode. <laughs> every episode, there's a montage of all the Sons of Anarchy characters alone, like <laughs> thinking or like having a smoke. 
every episode. Lacey tried to tell me that it wasn't. No, but it seems like it was. No, every episode. There's there's always a montage. So is there just like five or six volumes of albums on iTunes that you can buy of like the montage music? Like, is there products that you can buy? (laughs) Though, fuck, the product placement. That's what it was. Superman, that, I'll go back to that Man of Steel movie just quickly. The product placement in it was brutal. Like, do you ever watch movies or TV shows where it's just entertainment funded by products? It Um, was, uh, there was, like, the U.S. Army thing was, it was almost creepy that that superman was like had a really good relationship with the u.s army and it was like uh it seemed like it was an army recruitment movie and like they mentioned ihop four times and there was shots of ihop there was a part where superman was like drinking a budweiser and watching the news which i thought was so weird lots of lots of stuff of nokia phones um, like blatant cutaways, crazy blatant cutaways of like Lois Lane was taking pictures with a Nikon, like you could see the make of the camera, Nikon D whatever, and it was so gross. Hmm. It almost made me hate Superman. Well, you th- sold that. <laughs> that might be that might is product placement a real obviously it's a real thing like i'm i'm sure these companies go to the people making the movies and say hey we'll throw you a few bucks put our product in oh you can pay the budget that like like you could almost pay off your budget for your movie with product placement and then all of your ticket sales and stuff could just be profit it's like getting your loan and then using all these products and your loans paid off already. Well, it's attention wars. Yeah. Jason Silva had a really good thing about that. Hey, that that's kind of what the internet is now. It's a massive it's about, attention. War. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course it fucking is. Do you follow that guy on Twitter? Uh, I don't really follow anyone on Twitter anymore. It's, oh man, some people are just so overwhelming. I should talk though. I love, I post way too much shit sometimes. Not on Twitter, but on Facebook. Yeah, Joey, you post a lot of stuff. How do you keep up with it? With all the stuff? Yeah, I feel, yeah, where do you find the time to post everything and edit and work? Uh... Lucy, I'm sneaky, somewhat sneaky with my work. Yeah. And uh but that's just the world we live in. It's it's pretty easy to put stuff up and also like upload things in the background while working on other stuff. Um That's I'm, coffee too, right? Like sometimes in the oh, morning yeah. when you drink coffee or you, like in the morning you coffee have for all sure. these ideas, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I don't think I'll ever touch cocaine. Because I'm sure it's that times. Oh, that reminds me of, of one of my video ideas. <laughs> oh, I like where this is going. I think <laughs> maybe not this year. This might be like a 2022, 2023. Yeah, I like it. Idea. I really, I really before I die, I want to make a video called Cocaine. With skates? 
Yes, it's a skate video. Oh, sounds good. Starring us, uh, skating. Yeah. And this will be. The rule is. Um, it's the we were only allowed. It, it's like all filmed in a year, right? Like a, <laughs> like a like a short period of time. Yeah. Can like we do summer. it in? Can we do it in Berlin? We'll 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 think of the place, but it'll be okay. good. Okay. Yeah, Berlin. That'll be cool. We'll do a summer where we do cocaine and skate and film, but we're only allowed to do cocaine when we're skating and filming. Oh, that's. And and all the skating and filming is done while under the influence of cocaine. <laughs> that that's pretty interesting. You like it? It's good. Twenty 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 two. How old would I be then? What is it right now? Twenty thirteen. Oh, I'd be. Nine I would years. be. Wait a minute. Thirty nine. No. Twenty twenty two. Thirty nine. We do it. We do it just. Just before our fortieth birthday, golden yeah. style. Fuck yeah. Um, Fuck yeah. How deep would be uh, yeah, like movies on different drugs? We've yeah. thought of that before, and then we realized we'd be giving up a lot of our friends and family and loved ones if we went down that road. Yeah. At least that's what I thought, because I I was really interested in um, specifically uh, the uh, the big four or five. One video on on marijuana, one video mushrooms, one video acid. Oh, sorry, five. One video would be MDMA and ecstasy, and then the fifth would be cocaine. You'd make five videos. I think the cocaine one would be really good. Yeah, I think so too, unfortunately. (laughs) I I think all of them would be really good. I think the... I, th- I can think of, like, if you if you did do that, they would have to be location-specific, like how Woody Allen yeah. makes a film kind of, like, captures the feel of a city. Like, I've always thought about the MDMA ecstasy one would be, like, in Greece. You would film it, <laughs> or, 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 like, or... Uh, Japan. Or, no, no, that would be mushrooms, for sure. Doing mushrooms in Japan? They're legal there, aren't they? They are, but Jesus Christ! Just a little bit, like I mean, you wouldn't have. Yeah. It wouldn't even have to go that you go full on. It would just be like you would do a, you would use a little bit of it, like not too much where you couldn't skate. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because I heard you could probably do a lot of coke and still skate. I, I think so. Know. Yeah, you'd have to be careful though. That's the fun. That's the thing about the cocaine video is that you could go hard. Like if it was like mushrooms, it'd be like well. You couldn't actually you couldn't actually do mushrooms. No, you would do a little bit. Yeah. You would do just enough. You would yeah. the fuzz dial, right? It's all yeah, about yeah. the fuzz dial. Right. That that listen, this is the best thing I've ever heard about drugs and I can't remember if I heard it on a podcast or something. I used it this summer. Wait for everyone else to do the drugs and see what happens to them and then just do a little bit because I've already I've used that already and I've watched a lot of people suffer around me and I've had to like help them out through through certain times and I don't know it's like again you know or just drug and alcohol free (laughs) is good too yeah you don't 
you don't need drugs and alcohol to have a good time. I think I already told this story on the podcast, but it was one of the one of the greatest uh, statements about feeling like you're too high i've ever heard we were houseboating and someone had done too much mdma i was i think i was just drinking or something and he had locked himself in the bathroom because he was way too high on mdma and (laughs) someone was like aren't you gonna come out and he's like no it's too big out there (laughs) (laughs) and then you know you just completely understand it even when you're like that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah, let that dude let him stay in there, man. It's so big out here. <laughs> like, way too big out there. <laughs> okay, I gotta go pee and take a beer. You guys talk. Okay. Hey, Joey. Leon, are you gonna uh, use the soul plates at all with your SX skate, or do you think that would? Hinder oh, the... ask you, have you tried to do soul grinds with them? No, not yet. Not yet. I've been grinding pretty good on the carbon. <laughs> and the, the structure of the skate's okay? Yeah. Because I was wondering in the summer, like when it's really hot, would that yeah. actually bend it, bend the shit? It'd be interesting, but it's not that I, I'm not going to session a ledge with them, but if I need to do the occasional rail, just just for the clip or something... I was gonna. Uh, they work. They do. Yeah. How do they slide? They slide fine. They look very old school. Yeah, because it's just on like kind of the toe area. Yeah, not really. Actually, when you bend over because it's flat, it doesn't have a heel raise. Yeah. The heel is pretty small, but when you lean over, if you're doing it on a rail, it locks really well. It does. Oh shit! That sounds good. So I might not even really need a soul plate. Yeah, I. Yeah, a soul plate might be nice though. You can definitely grind better. Yeah. But it's grindable, and that's uh, all I need. I was gonna ask you too. Are they heat moldable? I'm not sure. It's a I good would. Question. Um, I wouldn't heat mold them. No, no, that's kind of what have, I thought. They have so much padding that just kind of let the padding form to your foot yeah i found that there's like because the carbon fiber all all along the base there's Mm -hmm. they're incredibly rigid for like that one pressure point you know uh the ball of the foot like below the big toe yeah i remember this with hockey skates though i remember there's this one part that takes a while to break in and it's like the ball of the foot below the big toe in hockey skates, always that would be like for the first couple weeks. Check, did you check the uh, the frame bolt? Maybe they are too oh, long. Possibly. Is that possible? Maybe. But it's only on one side. And I remember I've had skates before that have that with the frame bolt. So Yeah, could be, but I'm, I'm not. Vi- I, but I'm... I'd, oh, you, did you know that these skates were going to get me? Yeah, I, it's funny because it was—it's just a question of time. <sighs> the weird thing is, is that the the uh, there's no one skate that's good for everything. 
It's true. I know that this skate would get you kind of where you are with skating. It would allow you to explore because that other it, skates would not allow. It's a good thing though because I didn't. I think it'll benefit if I go back to the FR after using this skate for a while. Yeah, exactly. The FR is still amazing. And in some cases, I think, oh man, I wish I had the FRs with me. But it's good. It's kind of like the, um, what was it? When you stop skating aggressive and then you... Withdrawal period. Withdrawal period. Oh, I've, I'm trying to cut that thing together too, by the way. So right now, uh, there's a withdrawal period from the FRs. There is. Because we got somewhat comfortable with certain tricks. Yeah. Like going downstairs, doing swivelly things, yada, yada. And no, you don't do anything like that in those. Yeah, and those ones, they... No swiveling and definitely not stair rides. You could do stair rides, but they wouldn't feel good. Yeah. And if you did do a stair ride, it would almost be like you would go over the set of stairs full speed, but you'd be kind of on an angle and your skate might brush up against the stairs, but you wouldn't actually ride them. It would just like click against them. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. That's how I imagine stair rides. It would be like, you don't jump the stairs, you drop them. Yeah. And your skate might hit a few stairs, which is a good thing. I think it would look look really sick. Kind of with your heels. Yeah. Yeah. Like your, you're grazing it. Exactly, yeah. That it's not you're not doing a stair ride, you're you're going from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is weird. I've never really thought of making like trying to capture a video of this kind of skating. I know. It's gonna be interesting. That's why I posted that um that Charles Nantel edit. That was very good, but it was on shadows. Exactly, but you see, that's that one, and Dustin Latimer in Accidental Machines, yeah, and some of the Seba stuff are the closest I've seen to to someone attempting it. Oh, sorry, and that that older Greg Mazorum edit, that yeah. amazing roller in Paris or whatever from yeah. from like a long time ago. That one's pretty good too. But I feel like if it was, if it was filmed a really specific way, you could make an awesome version of it. Mm-hmm. Like, remember when we were filming with you in the tricks, and we put on the telephoto lens, and we just yeah. filmed you go from down the street from really far away. Yeah. That, but a bunch of it. Yeah, it would be really cool. With some close-up stuff. Yeah, I'm really excited for what Denny, Denny and I have been filming because I just want to see how, how this is going to look together. I think from that little edit in the park, you can see how, those, how an edit with those skates would look like. Yeah, you can. It's just uh, like a little test almost, that one. Exactly. But I'm really excited to see if it, yeah, how it comes together in an actual edit. The first thing you can tell in that edit is that they're closer to the ground. That they're more stable. I haven't seen this edit. Where where can I find this edit? Leon test the SX, I think it's called. It's a 
on the on the shop on the blog on the website some people on bmag were not happy about it leon really yeah where um danny posted it on bmag oh really yeah some people were not happy especially the wall kick apparently the who uh, someone was really mad about that you just kicked a wall for no reason with your skate. <laughs> oh, that was my favorite, my favorite trick. And uh, I think there was comments about like that you just you could have done it in Rose's realms. Just some of the traditional, uh, you know, all you needed to do, Leon, just one true top acid, you would have been okay. But for that, for that audience. I you love weren't, that. You, you weren't Ed. pandering to the audience. I mean, you did a stale 540. I'm surprised that, that that didn't balance it out. But, I mean, there wasn't any grinds, was there? No. Oh, yeah. See, that's the problem. Um, damn, I want to find it now. <laughs> it's so I, much better reading bad comments. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. It usually means that... That, that you're doing something you're, right. You're doing something true, yeah. True to you. Let me see if I yeah. can find it here. It's okay, I'll find it. Okay. Well, there's Intuition Skate Liner discussion. I should probably check this place more often. There is an Intuition Skate... Oh, is there any updates on that? Um, nothing really, yeah, but... We've been, I think it's coming out pretty soon. It's uh, not going to be here for Christmas, but who knows? doesn't matter with a product like that. Yeah. Um, people will get it anyway. The Christmas has been really weird. I don't even feel like it's important for things to come out for Christmas anymore. No. Oh, I found it. It's not important. The things, products just have to be good. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, first comment, most expensive UFS complete ever marketed. <laughs> Is that true? Um, yeah. <laughs> Very true. Um, uh, that was super fucking gay. Sweet wall kick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched the edit for the first time. It was off. I liked it a lot. Um, and then someone... Replied, replied, is pretty gay with uh, someone holding the skate with the soul plate on it. And the skate just looks so fucking sick. So I think they're being sarcastic. Because the picture of the skate, like any pictures of the skate, makes you want them. They're, so, they're such an amazing looking skate. Serial uh, uh, guy says, the fuck did I just watch with a little devil emoticon? Not the happy. fuck? The fuck did I just watch? Two the exclamation points, two question marks, and a devil face. But he um, said, the fuck did I just watch? The fuck did I just watch? Shit. Um, well, you got you got to give him props for saying, the <laughs> fuck did I just watch? Uh, Solomon Skater said, the wall kick was not very necessary indeed. So, already. Not necessary. Yeah. Not necessary. Not necessary. Um, Elk ah. says he's got those farmer L shape. Look at the penny on the ground landings down. Look at the penny on the ground. 
I don't know what that is. That's is that about the squash? Oh, oh, this is a good one. Potsy five. This is exactly why I will never ride eighty millimeter. May as well be figure skating. Should have done a parkour type edit. And he spelt parkour wrong. He spelt it with core as in like C O R E parkour. <laughs> Uh, smooth, <laughs> smooth steez. Smooth, smooth steez. Like math, smooth, smooth steez. Says, how the fuck are you supposed to grind anything with that garbage? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the rusted gun said, should have just bought Rose's roams and saved himself about five hundred dollars. <laughs> Man, people are so good at shit talking. Eh? And then the guy that said the wall. A kick was unnecessary, just went, ha! with an exclamation mark <laughs> to that Rose's Rome's comment. So, pretty he much, wins. you just got ripped apart. Wow. You got served. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And I'm telling you, Leon, one grind can go a long way. Like, if you're posting a, an edit on BMAG, you just gotta put that that one grind in, and then I think it could have swung in a different direction. Yeah, like if if Leon would have done one like really nice fish brain, yeah, to fakie like in in a line, yeah, it all would have swung the other way. Yeah, it would have made all the difference. Yeah, you think so? I'm happy, Leon. I'm happy that you didn't. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like the response would have been re- real positive. I love the the edit. It really makes me want to skate the skates like the you can feel it it just looks like the skates feel so fucking good they do they do they really do and when skates feel that fucking good you will kick a wall for no reason you definitely will kick a wall for no reason (laughs) and yeah i I really like this line because i kept on adding to the line at first it was just a kind of little lukang air to roll up to a 360 and then I started doing, you know, that really weird, like, lifting up my foot over the fisheye lens. Oh, yeah, that was really good. And um, I was like, oh, I really like how this looks. And then I wanted to add something even before that with the other foot. So I just kicked the wall with the other foot and then lifted it. Anyway. You know what's interesting about this edit, Leon? Is yeah. that it's the first... You only put out stuff that's, like of the highest quality and this is the first like kind of more experimental thing you've put out that i think when people saw leon and saw that it was going to be an edit and that you were going to be skating in it i think Mm -hmm. that i think it was like the same thing that i would have said about chris farmer but for other people but it's also one of those things that if you watch it a few times you realize Mm -hmm. that it is a little bit different people were probably expecting think of all of your edits that you've ever put out you always do at least a grind in it, don't you? Yeah. I think so, yeah. <laughs> and the one and the new one with Danny, there's going to be one grind. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-oh. That uh that uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, the part where you put your That was a really good edit. I love the uh and it's where, all at night, eh? Yeah. Where you just hit the rail and kind of roll over it. Uh, which one? 
you just like gap into the sidewalk and kind of hit like it's not a stall on the rail. Oh yeah, it's I was trying like to roll the rail. That yeah. type of shit in these skates, there's a lot of possibilities. Yeah. For exactly. that type of stuff. Cuz they're so um they're so rigid on the bottom. I love yeah, I love all the landings. They just sound so good. Oh, yeah. It's always boom, boom, like Yeah. You know who I think would skate really good in these skates? Mm. I would love to see Matthew Ledoux skate in these skates. Oh, don't even. They feel like uh, and Dominique Sagona yeah. would be really good in these skates, too. Okay, I want to skate these fucking skates. <laughs> I'm going to have some uh, coming in really soon, Todd. Don't worry. <gasps> I have I have a pair of nines here, Todd, but I think you... Or what? Do I have nines or what do I have? You I have, have eights. I have eights. Holy shit. Yeah. They're, uh, once the eights break in, they're going to be amazing. But, uh, I have eights here, Todd, if you want to try them on. Yeah, Todd, you should try Joey's and, um, I should have them in probably about a week. I might be getting them on Monday. So there's not even any skating happening here for, (laughs) for a good chunk of time. So no rush. Hey, I want to talk to Calvary Temple. Or the city of Kamloops. I think Talk we can make them. it happen. We should do a cone skating night. Why don't yeah. you guys come out here? That is that's a good idea. For a I, Monday. I would love to come out there. It's it would have to be in um I wanna do something in January or February with with you, Leon. And if Todd, if you're down In Vancouver? St- uh yeah, something. Anything. Just something. Because yeah. I'm, I should be. I'll be moved in, and then I'll be back from vacation around that time. Yeah, I, I'm down. It's it was so frustrating that um, there was so much momentum, and all of the sessions that we had were so good, and then it's just <laughs> like five months of introspection <laughs> in the winter time. It's how many months do we have now of this shit? Two more. Solid. You have just, just freezing cold. It's been really extreme too. Really extreme temperatures. It's like minus twenty today. <laughs> There's like, people. Uh, the new I life. Went for I went for like a two minute walk outside, <laughs> and I was in I was in pain. It was so cold. This was so I didn't crazy. Wear gloves. The the people from the new life mission they set up like shelters where you know homeless people can set up their tents or have cots or whatever and apparently they said there's some people who still refuse uh to come in because of mental illness or whatever and there there are people possibly that have tents on the side of the river in Kamloops right now who are sleeping overnight in this weather that your body must debilitate so quickly in this weather like, did you see? Did you did you see uh, Justin's videos from Edmonton? No. No. Uh, Justin Coles. With, no uh, skateboarder. Justin. Justin. Like, like, oh no no no. Uh, Justin. Yeah. yeah. I like know who you're talking Justin. about. Yeah, yeah yeah. He's living in Edmonton, 
and it's like minus 30 or something right now. And he put videos on Facebook of putting water in a glass and then going outside and, and tossing it into the air and it instantly turns into <laughs> white mist in the air. <laughs> like it's that cold. I'm I'm really starting to question why I would live here and not do any winter activities. So I, next year I'm going to get skis. But even then, when it's this cold, skiing's not even fun. No, fuck no. Nothing is fun. Ski. I have no desire to go outside in this. <laughs> uh, that I want to get skis though for when it's warmer and there's snow. Yeah. That. But like. Why do we live in a place that's so unfriendly to humans? It's so friendly. Like, humans are not supposed to live where we live. Because the summers are so good here. Yeah. They're, they're, the summers are amazing here. The weather in Kamloops from what like July to kind of mid to late October is really good. Yeah, it's nice. And then, and then you have your all of your like introspection time. It's like being injured. It's like you have to go through a little injury every it's winter. True. Yeah. And you it's have good. You have it, to it deal is with good. It has been good. It's been painful, but it's been it's, really uh, good for the blade passion. It's the mental pain. Yeah. That's really important because I feel like if we could just skate, although. I could just be saying this is a coping mechanism that Leon's still able to skate and make stuff, but no, it's true. <laughs> if if you were to jump from like making videos and edits and stuff, if you were to jump straight from like trying to make like another big wheels or something, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, it's good to it, the break is good. Maybe it's not. I think it's good. It's good. Well, it sucks, but I think it's it's good in the long run. It's like having a yeah. You go on a break. Skating breaks up with you, and you're really mad at it, but you know that it's the right thing. And then and then the springtime, you have like that sex that you've wanted all winter. Yeah, and it's so fucking good. Sometimes not like, though. Sometimes it's like it's kind of weird. Like you go out on some dates. And nothing really happens. No, I mean like you get back with with that girl. Oh yeah, yeah. That you've been longing for. No, but I'm winter. saying you can also like go out on some dates and it's not clicking right away. And then maybe well, I think, yeah, I think that's more skating wise because <laughs> it's like it's almost like you get back with the chick, but um, you have some kind of sexual impediment. Yeah, keeps you from performing the way that you've been dreaming about all winter. Yeah, that's what it's like. That's the worst. It's like you, you are so into it, but it's been so long since you've had sex that you come in like five seconds. That's oh. what it, it like because like you start skating in the spring, you're so stoked to skate again, but your body is just like, dude, you've been sitting on your ass all like for three months eating Indian food and <laughs> drinking. Beer. I had some of that tonight actually. It's, and it's like, Oh, I just can't do this. It's like, you just, 
come as soon as you put it in her. I, but um, letting yourself go a little so bit. Good. Yeah, I, yeah. There's homemade pakoras here. Oh, from fuck Seema off. and her mom. Like her mom's Indian food is amazing. <laughs> Lucy, quiet. Um, what was I going to say? I'm I'm not cutting my hair. You're not doing it, eh? No, I'm going to grow it out. It's going to be really long. Nice. I'm going to have hockey inline skates, and I'm going to have really long hair. Cool. So that makeup sex is going to be that much better. Shit. Yeah. Cause my so she's going to be like, you didn't cut your hair. And you're going to be like, no. And then you're going to be like, What was that? Was that the slime tunnel or the lubricated hand job? That was the slime tunnel. Oh. Those fucking... Nothing but. Those goddamn... They, they'll get you. They'll get you. They're good. They make but the world... But there's artificial ones that are just as good. Oh, I gotta get that. What's that thing called? Uh, I got a Mimi. Yeah, okay. I gotta get one of those. Yeah, it'll change reality. Because suddenly, like, it doesn't have the power the real thing it's like there's an artificial version that's just as good oh we're gonna be in strange times did you see that oculus rift thing oh with the hand job thing it was like it was like a simulation of someone rubbing up against a computer graphic and he was wearing the oculus rift but it was something that was like rubbing up against his pants with the oculus rift yeah i think i did yep yeah yeah that's coming quick well, we're all going to be wearing masks and watching porn, and the porn will be synced up to the mask with a like a artificial vagina on our dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to be doing all winter. <laughs> just like blade, blade during the summer, all winter long, just Oculus Rift in the basement. That's it. Well. <laughs> We hit, we're just over two hours. Should we cap it? Yeah, I guess so. That's a good length. That is a good length. Um, oh, and my dog's having a throat-tearing session. Well, boys. This was good. Did we get anywhere? We did. I don't know. I really enjoyed listening to you two, so it was a pleasure listening to you two. Yeah, sorry, Leon, if we talk too much. No, no, no. I kind of... I've been really wanting to hear more podcasts, and um, yeah, you guys need to put out more stuff. I'm going to. Or there needs more rollerblading related stuff. So I might be doing one with Dustin tomorrow, possibly. Oh shit! Yeah, if I can get him on, so it's wow. exciting. And I'm gonna write all of the names that were requested on a board uh, in the new place and cross them off as we go. Nice. So the goal is uh, 200 by um, kind of like this time next year before 2015, if we can get to 200. That's not too difficult of a goal. That's like two a month, two to three a month. Oh, yeah. It's possible. But anyways. Well, uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's nice talking to you guys. Good talking to you. Put out that edit. I want to come out to Kamloops soon so we can uh, maybe even skate some parkade. I almost don't mind driving to skate like 
a dry spot somewhere. We'll we'll try and find one because we've we yeah. failed last time. We tried to well, do. There's like nothing so far. No, there's a couple things. Um, Are there? Yeah, I I just I need to do some walking around and taking pictures of stuff with my phone. Right now, you definitely don't want to come though. Okay. It's crippling. Is there anywhere we can take your box? If, box? I think we might be able to talk to Calvary about it. Uh, I'll go in there with my Jesus costume. Nice. Um, but uh, there's a possibility. You yeah. should actually wear the Jesus costume. It's pretty good. I'm going to skate in it for sure this year. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I get why be good, people be wear... good like if we do make a whole video if we all wore dresses and makeup. I thought about that, but not us doing it. I really wanted Haffy to do it. Like if really good people did it. Yeah, I yeah. wanted like if Haffy put out his best section that he's ever done in in a dress. In a dress and makeup yeah. and a wig. To like a really good like pop top forty song. That would be so viral. Yeah, definitely. And the falls, Half. the falls, and and everything would seem more dangerous than it was, because of like that. the wig would fly off. Yeah. Yeah. What if you make a video that will kind of help the haters hate on it? You know, then all the people that hate on rollerblading would share it because it looks so ridiculous. That's what I thought we've been doing for the longest time, but it's not. <laughs> it hasn't. I, I don't know. It hasn't clicked yet. You need to put... We're doing something wrong. Something Yeah. Yeah. Live and learn. Yeah. Well, thanks again, everybody. Yeah. Thanks, friends. Thanks Good. for hanging out on this Saturday night. Can't wait to skate with you. Me uh, too. Hopefully soon. Yeah. I know. All right. Okay. Good night, everybody. Good Love. night. Bye. Peace.